So let's get this started. Hello everybody and welcome to the strategy show. In this episode, we are going to interview Douglas Ferguson. Hi Douglas. Howdy. <laughs> we are going to cover three topics. The sprint mindset, how to have better meetings and innovation narratives. So welcome to the show and uh, Douglas, where are you right now? I'm in Austin, Texas, and uh, it's a little chilly. Perfect. Can you describe a little bit what you do to our audience? Yeah, um, I run an agency called Voltage Control, and we are a workshop agency, which means that we help people run workshops to um, work better together, reimagine our meeting culture, uh, get past um, you know problems making decisions, and just face all sorts of challenges and, and problem solving that we might need to do as a company to, to better innovate. Love it. So when we say the sprint mindset, what would be the opposite? Yeah, so I, I guess the, the stark contrast would be to maneuver completely off of um, opinions and conjecture. And there's an interesting kind of phenomenon where even when people think they're not working off of opinions and uh, they're really focused on making decisions based on data, often they're waiting around for perfect data and they end up making decisions off of hunches and guesses while they're waiting for that perfect data. And th this is typically because they're in um, pursuit of, let's say, you know, perfect quantitative test and getting to the point where we can get something in market and up to scale and then then we'll start really digging into the data and analyzing but up until then we're we're moving um, through things with a lot of confidence uh, that we don't really know a, a lot about I mean, we may have context we may have history on the subject but um, how our solution integrates and impacts the um, the users and clients that we might be pursuing, uh, we don't know a lot about that at this point. And so, so it's important that we stay really curious. And I, I think the um, the opposite of a sprint mindset is that we're we're not super curious, um, and we're 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 working a lot off of assumptions. So, if we define workshops and sprint, um, one definition that I use sometimes is. The difference is in a sprint, you test during the work and there is no homework later. A workshop would be something where at the end, the outcome is we will have to test this. Mm. But in a sprint, you would test it during work and when work's over, testing's over and um, the beyond starts with this exactly your book beyond the prototype yeah you know I, I like that definition um, because there's a lot of um, riffs and variations on the on the design sprint and you know there's the four day the three day the two and a half everyone's trying to compress it down and and I agree with you if, um, there's a few core components and if we're not doing some of those things then it's really no longer a design sprint and let's just generically refer to it as a workshop we're still coming together to do deep intentional work with a group and a structured manner 
but um, but in order for it to be a design sprint we have to have that testing we have to have a prototype that we built together i think those things are pretty pretty critical and um you know without those it's it's something else and while many of our listeners know and use the design sprint methodology some um, would still like to to have the basic introduction so what is the design sprint and who should use it and when? Yeah, the design sprint's a five-day process for solving tough problems. It, um, I think, is a, a really fantastic tool for kicking off projects or getting unstuck. And so if you have a, a critical project and you haven't been able to get traction on it, um, or you maybe you just you hit some sort of impasse and you're just not sure how to move forward, it's a really great way to help unlock the um, creativity of the team, really harness the power of diversity, um, and put some ideas forward, and then begin to learn from those ideas and see where uh, see where the um, the real opportunities lie. And um, the, the design sprint's broken up into this. In the five-day process, starts off with gaining a high-level alignment on the team, which can be very critical. Often, I see teams are saying the same words but just aren't totally aligned um, you know they've all read the brief they know the charter of the team so to speak but but once we start getting um, kind of thin slicing underneath the surface we start to uncover that oh wow there, there's a real lack of understanding around where we're headed and why and so day one can be really great at, um, at getting to that alignment so that we can so that we can move forward and start to get to insights. Day two is about coming up with ideas and sketching those ideas. Day three, we're gonna go through some group decision-making um, tools so that we can come out of day three with a really solid understanding of what we're gonna build. And day four, we build that thing, that prototype gets built in one day, and then we test it on Friday with five users. Perfect. Should a manager, a product team, a CEO do a design sprint at the beginning of a project or in the middle of a project or at the end of it? Mm. You know, I, I think it'd be really difficult to do one at the end unless we're, um, we're thinking about what's next. You know, if, if we're kind of at the end and, and we're launching stuff and we're, we're not sure uh, about what opportunities might lie, um, uh, as far as our next steps or where we might evolve this thing, then it could be helpful. But most commonly, it's at the very beginning. Now, sometimes I've seen it done in the middle when when we're when we start to uh, realize that maybe we've been spinning our wheels or we're we're kind of hit an impasse. We're not sure where to go next. Then the design sprint can be a really powerful tool um, to think about how we how we kind of unlock that. But, but again, the beginning is the classic. This is, this is where you find the most power out of a design sprint. And we've seen um, meeting systems develop around how to fold a design sprint into your kind of cadence of meetings uh, or the way that you, uh, the process by which you go about building things or um, approaching service design, product design, that sort of thing. And you know, based on the way you you approach your work, the design sprint can find um, 
can be appropriate at different junctures, but it's important to, to be conscious about about when you do it and not just, uh, oh, let's let's try a design sprint. Because it's, I like to refer to it as heavy artillery. Um, we're uh, we're gonna pull in seven or so people in to uh, a conference room for five days straight. And so that's a, that's a big investment. So we gotta be really careful about when, it, when to do that and when it makes sense. And so it's typically on a, a, a really important project where we're really stuck or we really want to ensure that we get a really a momentous start for that project. Now let's say the team says, okay, we do it. It's a big enough question. It's relevant enough an outcome. We start we schedule the meeting how should the team prepare yeah preparation is very critical for a design sprint um, lots of things to consider um, participants is one that's really key but before we go before we go there I want to make it really clear that um, when I when you when you say that we're ready and we've got a problem um, I immediately assume that there's been adequate problem framing and the 10 minutes mark <laughs> yeah <laughs> there, there's the trusty time timer that's one of the things to prepare you should you should get your your, your time timer um but it's it's essential that you've done proper um problem framing and that um, your problem is uh, well defined and well understood by the team, and we agree that it's the most important thing to um, to, to attack at this at this point. Um, but apart from that, we we want to make sure that we have our participants, we have our our space, and we have our support. participants should be a a decider, right? Somebody who knows the technicalities, somebody who knows enough of the customer, somebody who knows enough of the market. Yes. Do you need also finance or product? That's right. You know, um, yes. I think as diverse of a perspective as you can bring into the room, the, the best. Um, typically someone who understands the logistics, the operations, the customer, you know, it, like you say, it can be helpful on the finance side. So if we're doing any kind of pricing or any kind of business model um, tweaks or, or, um, or consideration, someone to understand that stuff is, is going to be really critical. Uh, and then, you know, anyone who's going to be responsible to execute this stuff after is really important. Um, sometimes we can't plan perfectly because the design sprint can often present things that we hadn't anticipated. And so there may not be a home for this thing in the organization. There may not be a business unit where this fits nicely into, but what we find is that um, if we have this diverse perspective uh, participants, they can at least hold space and shepherd this idea through. But then afterwards, we might have to review who else we need to pull in. And sometimes we had to spin up a, a new unit to support this work because this innovative work um, revealed something that uh, we hadn't previously accounted for. It's, it's, a, it's a new project. It's a new way of thinking about the work that we do. Perfect. Thank you very much. Also, for the listeners, uh, Douglas wrote a whole book about it. Douglas Ferguson, Beyond the Prototype. Please check it out. And uh, you heard the 10 minutes, Mark. So this was our first conversation, Douglas, the Sprint Mindset. And um, now it's not always the case that you can take five days out of seven people for a very special thing, which is this 
design sprint. So we have also to talk about the day-to-day operational meetings, the normal meetings that people have. So our next discussion is how to have better meetings. And um, for you, this is the episode of next week. And for us, it's starting now. Entrepreneurial freedom is awesome. It's also a lot of hard work to get there. And when you are there, it's easy to lose your grip. Our community of 16,000 entrepreneurs is getting stronger and stronger every week because we amplify each other. We share what works and drop the rest. We test, refine, improve. Check strategysprints.com to build up your business and have fun doing it.